Then the point continues, point number 11, the first part of which, which we had last time. So just to read it again, the point where we, where we started last week and then continue. The point that occurs on page 125. The saying of Imam al-Barbahari, rahimahullah, wa'alam, rahimakallah, anna al-kalama fi rabbi ta'ala muhdath, wa huwa bid'atun wa dalala, wa la yutakallamu fi rabbi illa bima wasafa bihi nafsahu, azza wa jal, fi al-Qur'an, wa ma bayyana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam li ashabihi. Fahuwa jalla thanauhu wahidun, that's where we covered up to last week with the explanation and know may Allah have mercy upon you that speculative speech about the Lord the Most High is a newly introduced matter and it is an innovation and misguidance nothing is to be said about the Lord except what he the mighty and majestic described himself with in the Quran and what the Messenger وسلم, explained to his companions. So he, the majestic in renown, is one. And the ayah occurs from Surah Shura with the meaning there is nothing like him and he is the all hearing, the all seeing. Then the Imam Abu Muhammad al Barbahari continues, Rahimullah. ربنا أول بلا آخر بلا منتهى يعلم السر وأخفى وهو على عرشه استوى وعلمه بكل مكان ولا يخلو من علمه مكان He's saying our Lord is the first without any when and he is the last without any end he knows whatever is secret and what is most hidden. He is ascended over his throne and his knowledge, his knowledge is in every place and no place is free of his knowledge. So to continue with the explanation as occurs on page 131 Sheikh Fawzan said his saying Rabbuna Our Lord is the first without any when and he is the last without any end. Shaykh Fawzan said, Allah the majestic and most high is the first without any beginning and the last without any end. He the most high said, Surah Al-Hadid, Ayah 3. With the explanation, He is the first. He, Allah, is the first and the last and the one who is closest. Shaykh Al-Razan said, These are names which are opposites. The first Al-awwalu, the first, is opposite to al-akhiru, the last. And al-zahiru, the uppermost, is opposite to al-batin, the one who is closest. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
explain this ayah in his saying. He mentions the famous du'a supplication from the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. أنت الأول فليس قبلك شيء وأنت الآخر فليس بعدك شيء وأنت الظاهر فليس فوقك شيء وأنت الباطن فليس دونك شيء. The Messenger said in his du'a to his Lord, You are the first and there is nothing before you and you are the last so there is nothing after you and you are the uppermost one so there is nothing above you and you are the closest one so there is nothing closer than you in a footnote the many Sheikh Fawzan said this was the explanation of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam this is the tafsir given by Allah's messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam but then there came those people who explained it with other than the explanation of the messenger who say al-zahir means the one who became apparent to the intellects and who became apparent through clear proofs and it does not mean that he is above the creation it does not mean that he is above the created beings or that he is above the arsh, the throne and even though Allah's Messenger وسلم, clearly explained the ayah yet still people come afterwards and feel they have to explain it and they give a different explanation contradictory explanation Sheikh Fawzan said so this is batil this is false and futile the explanation they have come with is false and futile. Contrary to the explanation of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the one from the people who knows best about Allah is Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and he has explained this ayah with a clear explanation that the first one means the one whom there is nothing before him. Awalun bila bidaya. The first with no beginning. Sheikh Fawzan said, Wal akhir, and the last one. He is the one whom there is nothing after him. Akhirun bila muntaha, akhirun bila nihaya. The last with no end. Alhamdulillah. And al-zahir, the uppermost, is the one whom there is nothing above him. He is above all his created beings. Then Shaykh Fawzan quotes evidence for this. He quotes two ayahs. وَهُوَ الْقَاهِرُ فَوْقَ إِبَادِهِ وَيُرْسِلُ عَلَيْكُمْ حَفَظَةً وَهُوَ الْقَاهِرُ فَوْقَ إِبَادِهِ وَهُوَ الْحَكِيمُ الْخَبِيرُ وَهُوَ الْقَاهِرُ فَوْقَ إِبَادِهِ وَهُوَ الْحَكِيمُ الْخَبِيرُ سُطُلْ أَنْعَامُ The sixth surah, ayah 18. And he is Al-Qahir, the invincible subduer, above his servants. And he is the all-wise, the all-aware. Then he quotes the second ayah. وَهُوَ الْقَاهِرُ فَوْقَ إِبَادِهِ وَيُرْسِلُ عَلَيْكُمْ حَفَظَةً سُطُلْ أَنْعَامُ The sixth surah, 
ayah 61 with the explanation and he Allah is Al-Qahir the invincible subduer above his servants and he sends down guardians over you Sheikh Fawzan said he has فوقيه الذات وفوقيه وفوقيه القدر وفوقيه القهر سبحانه وتعالى Allah the most high has فوقيه exaltedness being above and exalted with regard to his self his that and he has exaltedness of qadr of status and he has فوقيه exaltedness of al-qahr supremacy in all of these three senses we affirm for Allah the most high that he is above and exalted in all of these three senses firstly that he is above fawq himself is above secondly that he is exalted in status and thirdly exalted in the sense of al-qahr supremacy he the perfect and most high وَأَنْتَ الْبَاطِنُ فَلَيْسَ دُونَكَ شَيْءٍ And Shaykh quotes the last, part of the last part of the hadith he quoted. And you are al-batin, the one who is closest. So there is nothing closer than you. Shaykh Fawzan said, meaning that he knows everything. Nothing at all is hidden from him. So he along with the fact that he is high he is above his created beings and along with this nothing is hidden from him from the innermost secrets and what their chests conceal Surah Al-Imran the third Surah I-5 with explanation Nothing whatever is hidden from him in the earth nor in the heavens. And Shaykh Fawzan said, And then people come who say, Allah the Majestic and Most High is not above. And he is not beneath. And he is not to the right. And he is not to the left. And he is not inside the universe. And he is not outside the universe. The Sheikh said, the meaning of this would be that he does not exist. As occurs in the books of the people of Kalam, people of theological rhetoric. This is what they say when they describe their Lord. This is the type of thing they say. That he is not above and he is not below. He's not to the right and he's not to the left. He's not inside the universe and he's not outside the universe. As the scholars have said, and Sheikh of Azan said here, that is a definition of something that does not exist. Something that's neither above nor below, nor to the right, nor to the left, nor inside the universe, nor outside the universe. Something doesn't exist then. This is the evil description that they give to the Lord. Then Sheikh Fawzan said, He's saying, يَعْلَمُ السِّرَّ وَأَخْفَى وَهُوَ عَلَىٰ عَرْشِهِ اسْتَوَىٰ He's saying, He knows what is secret and what is most hidden. And he is ascended over his throne. 
and just on that last point, some of the people acknowledge, they, they mentioned, they stress the point, that these people, they, they refuse to affirm what Allah affirmed for himself, that, he is, that Allah is above his throne. They refuse to affirm that. They flee away from that. They have a problem with that. And they flee into something which is far worse. They flee into affirming, or saying, or total negation. Allah is not to the right, to the left, not above, not below, not inside the universe, not outside. They run to, what they run to is far worse than what they run away from. They run to total negation. Then the point, Sheikh Fawzan said, he's saying, يَعْلَمُ السِّرَّ وَأَخْفَى وَهُوَ عَلَىٰ عَرْشِهِ اسْتَوَىٰ He knows what is secret and what is most hidden. And he has ascended upon his throne. Sheikh said, so his knowing whatever is upon the earth and whatever is beneath the earth and whatever is under the soil, this does not contradict his being above his throne. Because Allah, the majestic and most high, encompasses everything and nothing encompasses him. He the perfect and most high. And the whole of the creation in comparison to him is just tiny, like nothing at all. And he is Al-Azim, the tremendously great one, Al-Kabir, the incomparably great one, Al-Muta'al, the supreme and exalted one, Al-Jalil, the majestic and supreme. He the perfect and most high. So we do not make analogy between him and ourselves. Then Shaykh Fazan quotes the ayah, وَمَا قَدَرُ اللَّهَ حَقَّ قَدْرِهِ وَالْأَرْضُ جَمِيعًا قَبْضَتُهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ وَالسَّمَاوَاتُ مَطْوِيَّاتٌ بِيَمِينِهِ سُبْحَانُهُ وَتَعَالَىٰ عَمَّا يُشْرِكُونَ Surah Az-Zumar, the 39th Surah, ayah 67. With the explanation, they have not given Allah the respect and honor which is due to him. And the whole earth will be grasped by him on the day of resurrection. And the heavens will be rolled up in his right hand. Perfect is he. Perfect and exalted is he. And far removed from that which they associate with him. Sheikh Farzan said, all the created things are in relation to him like nothing. Even if they are very great, even if they are very great created things, there's something very great in the eyes of the people. But with respect to him, they are like nothing. They are nothing before his tremendousness. He the perfect and most high. People they do not give the honor and it is due. When they deny his ability and his greatness. And Shaykh Fawzan quotes a further ayah. Ya ayyuhal nasu dhuriba mathalun fastami'ula inna alladhina tadu'una min dunillahi lan yakhluku dhubaban wala wajtama'ula Surah Al-Hajj, 22nd Surah, 
ayah 73 to 74 with the explanation O mankind a similitude has been struck for you so listen to it those whom you those whom you call upon besides Allah could never create even a fly even if they gathered together to do it and if the fly were to take something from them from those idols that they end upon them and take something away they could not rescue it from it those idols couldn't even rescue something taken from them by, by a fly weak is the seeker and the one sought Tabari explains that to mean weak is the idol and weak is the fly they do not give Allah his due honor and respect Sheikh Fawzan said they do not recognize the tremendousness of Allah and his ability and his supremeness and his knowledge so therefore they draw analogy between him and themselves and therefore they belittle Allah the mighty and majestic Sheikh Hassan said if you people all of you together from the first of you to the last of you all the jinn and all mankind were to gather together to create a fly the smallest thing they would not be able to do so particularly those whom they call upon besides Allah from those objects of worship and those false lords they couldn't do it all those things that they call upon for, besides Allah all of them together they couldn't do it I shall quote the part of the ayah again with explanation, they could never create a fly, even if they all gathered together to do it. Sheikh Fazan said, if the most proficient doctors gathered, and the cleverest people in the world, and the craftsmen, and the inventors, and you were to say to them, produce a fly for us, just, just one fly, produce a fly for us, all of you together doctors, the most clever doctors, most proficient doctors, cleverest, most skillful people in the world, craftsmen, the inventors. He said, make a fly. All of you together, make one fly. The Sheikh said, they would not be able to do it. Even though they are able to build huge ocean liners, which contain airstrips and carry airplanes, and they can build huge airplanes and they're able to build these things but as for creating a fly and putting life into it then they are not able to do it they can draw a picture of a fly and of a person and of wild animals and the like but they are not able to make any such thing walk, walk and talk they can just draw it with its details only. But as for breathing life into it, then this is from the command of Allah, the Majestic and Most High. So therefore, how can analogy be made 
between the Creator, the Majestic and Most High, and the creation. He is not reached by the intellects and people's thoughts. And he cannot be imagined by, the, by their thinking. He the perfect and most high. And he said, he's saying, He's saying, he knows whatever is secret and whatever is most hidden. And he is ascended over his throne. Sheikh Fazan said, his being ascended over his throne does not contradict his knowing whatever is hidden and whatever is most secret. So it may not be said that because he has ascended over his throne, he is therefore distant from the people and he does not hear and does not see, therefore. This cannot be said, the Shah said. For this is claiming tashbih, this is claiming that there is likeness between the Lord and the creation. So Allah the Majestic and Most High, all things are the same to Him. Nothing is hidden from Him, He the Perfect and Most High. Something close or something far. The first of the creation and the last of them. This world or the hereafter. All of it is within the knowledge of Allah the Perfect and Most High. The Perfect and Most High. And therefore this gigantic creation is caused to proceed by Him, He the Perfect, and by His ability and His will and His creating. Inna Allah yumsiku samawati wal arda antazuna wala in zalata in amsakahuma min ahadim min ba'di innahu kana haliman ghafura Surah Fatir the 35th Surah Ayah 41 with the explanation Allah holds the heavens and the earth so that they do not move away and if they were to move away then no one besides him could hold them indeed he is forbearing and he forgives extensively the Sheikh said the motion the orbit of the stars and the orbit of the sun and the moon in this precise calculated manner which does not alter and does not err and does not slip Who is the one who ordered it with this arrangement? He is Allah, the Majestic and Most High. The moon and the stars proceed in an orderly manner until Allah wishes the end of this world and, the mo and moving on to the hereafter. He is the one who ordered it, the all-wise, the all-knowing the perfect and most, then you would realize the greatness of Allah, the perfect and most high. So when the people see a machine, a precise machine, and at its maker, but it's something small, it's a small thing, 
then how about this whole creation which does not fail who causes it to persist and who preserves it who is the one who preserves this creation all of it so that it does not alter and does not fail and does not miss out on anything he is Allah the majestic and most high So these created things, the small ones and the, the large ones, who brings provision to them? Huge created things. Who is the one who produced provision for them? For each one in accordance with its own condition. He is Allah, the majestic and most high. So what is obligatory is to submit. Bearing all this in mind, in conclusion, what is obligatory is that we should submit to that which came from Allah because he knows best about himself and that we submit to what came from Allah's Messenger وسلم, because the Messenger is the one from the creation who knows best about his Lord he the perfect and most high and that we do not raise objections and we do not interfere with our intellects and our own thinking. Then Sheikh Fazan said, So there is no contradiction between his being, in these two phrases brought by the author, there's no contradiction between these two points of belief. There's no contradiction between his being, or there's no contradiction between his, يَعْلَمُ السِّرَّ وَأَخْفَى وَهُوَ عَلَىٰ عَرْشِهِ اسْتَوَىٰ Between the fact that he knows whatever is secret and whatever is most hidden and he is ascended over his throne there's no contradiction between the two he's knowing everything even the most hidden and secret things and between the fact that he is above his throne no contradiction and he's saying وَعِلْمُهُ بِكُلِّ مَكَانِ وَلَا يَخْلُوا مِنْ عِلْمِهِ مَكَانِ saying of the author and his knowledge is in every place and no place is empty or no place is free of his knowledge. The Shaykh said, his knowledge is in every place. إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَخْفَى عَلَيْهِ شَيْءٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي السَّمَاءِ Same ayah from Surah Ali Imran, the third surah. With the explanation, nothing whatever is hidden from Allah in the earth nor in the heavens. وَيَعْلَمُ مَا فِي الْبَرِّ وَالْبَحَرِ وَمَا تَسْقُطُ مِنْ وَرَقَةٍ إِلَّا يَعْلَمُهَا وَلَا حَبَّةٍ فِي ظُلُمَاتِ الْأَرْضِ وَلَا رَطْمٍ وَلَا يَابِسٍ إِلَّا فِي كِتَابٍ مُبِينٍ Surah Al-An'am, the 6th Surah, Ayah 59. With the explanation, And he, Allah, knows whatever is in the land and in the sea. And no leaf falls except that he knows it. And there is no grain in the darkness of the earth there's no dark there's no grain in the darkest depths of the earth nor anything fresh nor anything dry except that it is written in a clear book Sheikh quoted a separate ayah the next ayah that is from sort of an arm and he quotes it part by part and explains it 
part of the ayah with the explanation. And he, Allah, is the one who takes your souls by night. Shaykh Fawzan said, meaning by in sleep, cause you to sleep. وَيَعْلَمُ مَا جَرَحْتُمْ The explanation, and he knows whatever you do. Shaykh said, meaning whatever you earn, whatever deeds you earn. بِالنَّهَارِ ثُمَّ يَبْعَثُكُمْ فِيهِ Complete the next part of the ayah from Surah Al-An'am, the sixth surah, ayah 60. The explanation, he knows whatever you do, whatever deeds you you do in the day. And he, then he raises you up in it. Shaykh Fawzan said, meaning you get up from sleep. Who caused you to sleep in the first place? And who is it that caused you to wake up? He is Allah, the perfect and most high. So if you were to think about this creation, then this would lead you to realize the greatness of Allah. And you would submit to Allah, the mighty and majestic. If you were to reflect upon the speech of the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and what he informed about with regard to events of the past and of the future, things which have occurred just as he informed, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who guided him to know that? It was Allah, the majestic and most high. He is the one who revealed it to him. It was not from himself. Rather, it was just from Allah, the mighty and majestic. If you were to compare the ahadith, the sayings of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if you were to compare them to the events that have occurred, you would be amazed. The Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, mentioned to us about the lives of the prophets and the previous nations. He mentioned a great deal of that, even though his time was much later. Who made him aware of this? It was Allah, the majestic and most high. So this is indeed a proof that he is a messenger from Allah. This tremendous Quran, it is not possible that it could have come from other than Allah. قُلْ لَأَنِ اجْتَمَعَتِ الْإِنسُ قُلْ لَأَنِ اجْتَمَعَتِ الْإِنسُ وَالْجِنُّ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَأْتُوا بِمِثْلِ هَذَا الْقُرْآنِ لَا يَأْتُوا بِمِثْلِ وَلَوْ كَانَ بَعْضُهُمْ لِبَعْضٍ ظَهِيرًا Surah Al-Isra, 17th Surah, Ayah 88 The explanation Say if the whole of mankind and jinn were to gather together to bring the like of this Quran They could not bring its like Even if they all tried to help each other Shaykh Fawzan said, it is from the speech of Allah, the majestic and most high. And the messenger was just, he was just one who conveyed the message from Allah, the majestic and most high. وَأُوحِيَ إِلَيَّ هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ Surah Al-An'am, the sixth surah, ayah 19, with the explanation, and this Qur'an has been sent by revelation to me to warn with it 
and to warn whomever it reaches. So he was one who conveyed a message from Allah, the Majestic and Most High. 